0: Good afternoon, everyone. Hope you had a restful lunch period. It's it's wonderful to be here with you. This afternoon, we're going to continue with our metta practice, uh, our loving-kindness practice. And as I said yesterday, this practice in its traditional framework is taught in a series of categories. So yesterday, we worked with... Uh, We practiced with a benefactor or um, picking another who it's it's easy to uh, extend our well wishes for. Uh, Today, we're gonna bring in another category, which for some can feel like a relief and for others, it can feel like dread. (laughs) And for others, it might just be neutral. And that is the category of the self. So this afternoon, we're gonna work with self. And I'll just say I'll just name some of the other categories, which uh, Vance will be choosing some to work with you in the next couple of days. The other category is a dear friend, and then one moves into a neutral person. You'll you'll don't worry about that; it'll be explained later. And then um, we may not get to that in this retreat, but there's also another category called the difficult person. So actually, as you as you build some momentum with the meta practice. It actually can become possible, even, to begin to approach offering loving kindness in in a genuine way towards someone that might be difficult in your life. So that said, I'm going to encourage you not to do that in this sitting to to stick with the the sequencing of how we're presenting it. Uh, and in saying that, it doesn't mean that other beings won't come up into your either your your visual, you know, your imaginal awareness or your thoughts. And someone asked me about that today in the group and it's it's just helpful to notice that being, maybe just in a brief way, you know, wish them well and then go back to the category. And that being is that it really builds up momentum, momentum when you when you stick with one category. And part of that momentum is just like with the mindfulness practice when you know so many of you talked about this in the groups where there's an expectation that if you put the work in it's going to it's going to feel good and sometimes that isn't the case actually that we we put the we we apply ourselves to the practice and what it's really teaching us is to open to what is so opening to what is sometimes is not pleasant or not loving and kind. So do not be surprised if as you're even as you're doing offering the metaphrases, the loving kindness phrases, as I said yesterday, that sometimes the opposite feeling can arise. And really one doesn't need to stress about that. It doesn't certainly does not mean you're you're doing something wrong in the practice. It's um it's human nature sometimes to have ambivalent feelings, isn't it? About others, about ourselves. So sometimes that will come up. And what's, what's been helpful to me in my own practice with that is to shift towards sending some loving kindness to the difficult feeling, if that makes any sense. So it's not to fight with it. And it's not to like do fake loving kindness. That's, that's just going to That's going to be very unpleasant. (laughs) Um, It's really to gently connect with the wish, the genuine wish of well-being. And when when other feelings come up, we can bring that sense of well-being towards those feelings themselves. Okay. So just a reminder, I said this yesterday too, that the metta offering is considered a... Uh, unconditional loving-kindness. And essentially what that means is this wholehearted loving acceptance, not um, bargaining, not I'll offer this if this comes back. So it's not not a wish for self-improvement. This is not an opportunity to offer yourself, you know, suggestions how to be better. (laughs) It's quite the opposite. It's really much more, can we open to that receptivity, Acceptance and kindness for all of our human self, in whatever way it manifests. Hmm. Well, that's a, that could be a challenge. It could be an invitation. But rather than get into a lot of mental thinking about it, my best suggestion is just to go back to the phrases. So there's, there's three parts. The phrases are one for some of you, for some people, the phrases people really connect with and that's the anchor. They keep coming back to the phrases. For others, the phrases feel cumbersome or too much. You could short as I said yesterday, you could shorten the phrase. Um, for others it can be a felt sense. So imagining the being and a felt sense. So even if it's like one word, you know, be safe. You know, you can connect with that felt sense of that wish. May you be happy, that felt sense. And don't worry if it feels like, ah, it's a little sketchy, I can only feel it a little bit. That's fine. If, if there's an expectation that somehow there's going to be this flowing, open-hearted, loving experience, you know, you could end up feeling pretty frustrated. So, just if you can just have an open relationship to it and just see what happens, it's the practice itself that's really cultivating this quality of mind, this divine abode. So, one other thing about that, and I might say more of it when I'm guiding it, is um, as you're offering, you can actually connect to both offering and receiving. So if, if you think about it, it's, you're offering it to yourself. So there's an offering and there's a receiving. One way that can be accessible, some of us are a little more kinesthetic than others, is just to put your hand on your heart you know, or your belly and just actually f- feel the receiving. You can even try it now, just feel the warmth of your hand. So just notice that there's the hand that's touching, but there's also the receiving that warmth, the receiving that contact. So it might be that if the wish is, you know, may I be safe, that just through your hand, you can feel that receiving that wish. And that, that can be quite sweet, actually. Um, but just you're, you're welcome to experiment with this. For some, that physical will be really helpful. For others, like I said, the words or the image of the person. It's helpful to call up the image. Now, when you're working with yourself, some people will say, well, oh, that's really hard. I don't know how to, I want to call up an image of myself. That brings up too much mm, self-hatred or negation. For some people, you can call up an image of yourself as a small child, if that works for you. And if the whole thing feels like there's a lot of, ugh, I don't want to do this, you can just keep working with your benefactor. That's fine. Okay, so that feels like probably plenty to introduce. So find a nice, comfortable spot. It's it's uh, meta is to be practiced in a relaxed way. Uh, so make sure your body feels supported, relaxed. You can take a few deep breaths. One thing I didn't say was that, that can be quite um, inspiring is that the Buddha taught metta as an antidote to fear. So if you happen to be one of the many people in our world right now that experiences anxiety, this is a wonderful practice. It helps, it helps really counter that agitation. So in your relaxed position, taking a few nice deep breaths. And I'll repeat the phrases. I'll repeat them several times. Please go with your own cadence. And if they're too long, really shorten them, as I said. May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free from suffering. Be safe and protected. If you want to add from harm, that's fine, or just keep it as May I be safe and protected. May I be happy and peaceful. May I live with ease. May I be free from suffering. So if you can, connecting with the phrase, connecting with the meaning of the phrase, and there's also a, recog- there's a recognition that life is as it is. It's not trying to fool yourself, it's just a pure wish of well being. So connecting with that phrase may I be safe, protected? May I be happy, peaceful? May I live with ease. May I be free from suffering. like in the mindfulness practice when the mind wanders away you just you just come back again just come back again to the phrase no problem just let yourself give yourself to this and and see how see how that is And what naturally happens in this practice is story. the stories of our lives will, will come up or incidences or situations or memories. It's fine if you, if you can just be with that with some ease and anchor your attention in the phrase. So there's nothing, there's nothing to figure out in the story. Just to notice that it's present and connect with that felt sense of care and you can cycle through the phrases as a as an anchor for that felt sense safe and protected, happy and peaceful. Live with ease, free from suffering. as I said, many, many people report the, the challenge of offering loving kindness to oneself. And another doorway into that, if you'd like, you can try this. If, if you're in a flow right now, just, just ignore what I'm saying. But if you're finding it really difficult, and kind of popping out of it, here's another way you can work with this. You can imagine your benefactor or your beloved person that was easy to offer loving kindness for. You can imagine them either right in front of you or even at your back. Like with the energy of I got your back, holding your back or just at your back and imagine them wishing you may you be safe and protected. May you be happy and peaceful just notice that that sense of receiving those wishes may you live with ease may you be free from what troubles you what you suffer with what your heart breaks with May you be free from suffering. if you feel any tension or tightness in your body it's fine to just take a few deep breaths relax your shoulders your belly chest and if it feels like there's a lot of mm, struggling or pushing or striving you can just you can just even gently go back to your breath or back to mindfulness with with that sense of care and the mindful attention of breath and body and you can move back and forth with that if that suits you If you feel like you want to shift to going back to offering your benefactor these wishes of loving kindness, well-being, feel free to do that. And just stay steady with where you are uh, if you hear a suggestion and it takes you away from where you are just stay with where you are if there's a that feels comfortable for you these last five minutes of this sitting if you'd like to switch to extending this wish of well-being to those around you or in this room you can feel free to do that we've been practicing together for, for two days now and probably have some sense of that feeling of support just having others here practicing together. So even though we don't know each other, we can still extend that wish. Now even if you want to gently open your eyes, not to look around, but just to include in your gaze this this room full of beings that experience 10,000 joys and 10,000 sorrows, just like me, just wishing them them well, if that's an inclination, please so let yourself offer those phrases to others around you, perhaps throughout the whole room. May each one of us be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May each one of us be happy, peaceful. May each one of us live with ease. May each one of us be free from the suffering in our heart and mind. A wish of well-being. May all beings live in peace. just to be in this field of care in the middle of our world feels like such a gift so thank you for whatever happened thank you and if you have questions uh, you can um, bring them to groups tomorrow you can certainly um, bring your questions about this practice to groups and as I said, Vance will be offering uh, the afternoon loving-kindness tomorrow. Um, and for now, it's a walking period. And as I said yesterday, well, it looks like it's raining out, but maybe some of you have raincoats and you want to be outside. But, you know, if you when you go to your walking place, if you want to keep doing the loving-kindness practice for your walking, you're perfectly welcome to do that. You can just pick one of the categories we've worked with, whichever feels most accessible for you, that's what I'd suggest. And you can do your whole walking period that way. You'd be focusing on the phrases as opposed to the movement. Or as I said yesterday, you can start your, peri- your walking period with maybe five minutes of loving kindness and then move into the, uh, the mindful walking. Or you can end with five minutes of loving-kindness. You know, or create a sandwich. Uh, so it's, it's if, you're going, if you're interested in doing both, it's probably better to do just a short period of one, then another, and then close with one, as opposed to bouncing back and forth. Hopefully that makes sense. Okay. May you, may you enjoy your walking. Thank you.